This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. You know, out in Nevada near the silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman. She's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is her cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. And welcome to City Talk. I am about town, Deb. Debbie McCarthy, your host, and I get to have my sassy soul sister, sassy Yvonne Mercer. Soul Murphy. Sister. Hey. She, she's got lots going on. I'm Yvonne just Murphy in, in the, the house. house. Oh, yes, but for, we're going to thank our sponsors like yes. right away, right away, because you've got some energy going on, yes, and I, I cannot do. wait to hear some Hello. stories. And I had a really frustrating morning, so I'll share about that. Yeah, we're going to work it. So out. we're going to thank Crystal Basin Sellers. Thank you. I've got my Bout Town Deb Red Blend Wine, which we donate to Children's Cancer Foundation, Surratt Law Practice. Kim has been on forever. Yes, and you know, speaking of Kim, family law, but I also want to let people know it's not. I mean, it's family law as well, but. If you've struggled with infertility and adoption issues, she's your gal. Yes. Because she things. will help all things creating a family. Correct. And nowadays, life is so stressful that you need somebody you can trust. And she's simply the best. And she's simply the best of all the rest. Yeah. Wild River Grill, who doesn't love a really good dinner by the river? I don't go often enough, and we should correct that. Okay, you need to correct that because... It's local and, it's and local. they actually, they support Shakespeare Animal Foundation. Okay. Did I say that right? You fund, did. fund, fund. So later on the show, we're going to have Jennifer Webb, who is the founder of Shakespeare Animal Fund, and we're going to hear her story. She was on the other week and we had issues with our lap, with all the whole internet stuff that happens. Yes. So she's going to join us again in the second half of the show. And I also want to thank um, Home NV, Raquel Riggle. And um, she's also with the Family Hope Project. And the second Wednesday of every month, their show will air um, on Facebook, on YouTube, on you know Spotify, and all that. And it's a good thing. It's a good show to listen to because if your family is needs a hands up, whether it's a teenager, a young child, an adult, they are there to help connect you to where you need to be and find you the resources. So I love that once a month I can um, provide a venue for people to listen yes. to that needs a Perfect. little bit of hope. And April is Family Hope Month or the okay. Hope Month. And this is the end of the month here. So it's kind yes. of nice that we can um, we can share that. And we also, when we, when we do our show, we're going to be talking about um, Shakespeare Animal Fund. So I have a little fun quote. The did we forget to thank Christian... Dee James. Oh, we did, and, yeah. I got all excited there. And the caliber Thank smile. you. That's why you're with me. So I'm my hair. Saying. I'm just saying. Christian is a miracle man. Yes. And Dee Dee James. And we are. So Christian is hooking me up. I just have to save my money. So if you want to sponsor my video, that's actually a cool thing. Maybe I'll get a sponsor for it. But his team, because Christian also um, has a studio and they do music and videos and it's Good incredible no it's really seriously Good he has this amazing studio and they've already given me a quote so i do need to get it produced so it actually has real music and all that okay people let's so thank you with sponsor. that so be, because we're focusing on the um shakespeare be the person your dog thinks you are 
Aww. Isn't that cute? Because, it you know, is. they come up like, hey, I love you. I love you. And, you know, we love them, but we, you know, we, we need to be that person. Unconditional that, love from doggies. Unconditional love. So before we get into all that fun, um, I, this last weekend with um, eight other Renoites, we went to the great out there in El Dorado wine country, which is their previous passport weekend. And um, we went with, there was 10 of us all together. We stayed at Bella Vista and from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we went, it was just, we went to six wineries a day, except on Friday. Friday, we just did three. And the cool thing was, and I hope they don't mind me sharing this. Um, there were 10 adults. And I felt like we were having a retreat of sharing our feelings. So even though we were considered on a wine weekend, we actually shared, we, it was so emotional. Like it was like everybody that was there, a lot of them didn't even know each other. So we combined these couples together. Yes. And we all just blended and everybody needed something emotionally from somebody who was there. So do you think that's just life in general? Or do you think that's as a result of covid and the two years we all spent in lockdown and now our mental oh, health is all a little. I think, you know what? You're right. Because a lot of them had not been with a group of friends. And I felt like everybody that needed to be there was there. Yes. And there were tears. There was laughing. We cooked together. We That's barbecued awesome. together. We had breakfast together. Um, and at, at the different, it was, passport was different this year where you have reservations. So we would all be there, but we valued if everybody's personal time. So if you wanted to go off under yes. a tree, yes, with be your, alone, be alone, or you want to be with one of us, your your significant other, like, oh, where are they? Oh, how cool! Okay, so let me ask you this: Were most of the uh, guests on the weekend were they married couples? Um, I'll accept George and I. We're okay, all, we're always the two single girl cousins. So let me tell you that that's often not the case. Married couples often don't invite their single friends to participate in their weekends or their activities so consider yourself blessed lucky and fortunate because oh. when you're single often you don't get invited to those sorts of things well i actually planned it okay <laughs> so well if i you're invited the, you're the host i was okay. the host very smart but, Debbie. but it was no what's really cool is that i'm okay with that like yeah. you know my cousin georgia and i we plan these things and it's usually couples we sometimes we do a girls weekend but i used to be like oh my god here we are again the only single ones but i looked at it like i we were facilitating an experience for couples it. to enjoy each other and I meet new it. friends i love it and we ate a lot of good food we drank a lot of good wine and we did have tahoe blue vodka so i'm just gonna say it wasn't all about that anyway that's what i did uh we're almost so tell me about your do you have time to tell me about no, your quick weekend no, or we'll no just, my weekend no we okay. can't talk well, then, about it in a few seconds oh, we can in a few I'm seconds far more complex i know that. i listen oh and my little pet peeve is i'm gonna get it out really quick is that i was trying to make an appointment for a um ultrasound and I'm telling you, press one, press two, press three, press We're this. We're going to talk about and that. I kept saying, time. operator, operator. Finally, I'm like, gosh, darn it. I want an operator. And then it said, press this to continue. I pressed it. Then all of a sudden, somebody came on talking Spanish. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. It was the, the recording. I I'm like, that. one, two, three, one. I'm saying, no Espanol. No, and like nobody heard because it was a recording. So I ended up just hanging up and nope. starting over. And then I'm like, oh, what the heck? I'll try to rechange my password I did online. It was so frustrating. No complaint. I, want, I was like, no comprende, no Espanol. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about love. Bautan Deb, Yvonne, City Talk. Mm -hmm. 
Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, your host. Sassy Soul Sister is in the house. Hey! At the Hay, the National Automobile Museum, right downtown Reno by the river. And, you know, I like I said, I had a full weekend with amazing friends and next year if you guys or you know what if you want a wine experience i will set you up there is a small fee but i will make sure you get spoiled and you get to talk to the winemakers and you get to have dinners and why i have a question for you what what winery do you want to visit that you haven't visited Hmm. There has to be one special winery it depends on the area i don't know um if you could pick one right now Honestly, it's your dream winery to go to. Honestly, I don't know. I'm just being honest. I, I, it's a really good question. If you're out there, like we'd love you to share your think about where you would go. I pretty much stay in the Sierra foothills. Okay. I want to, I will be venturing out. Are you checking them off on your list? All the ones in the Sierra foothills so that you know you've visited. Actually, there is a brand new one and I can't think of the name and they just recently were purchased. And so I will go to them. And they do have a depth. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I want to revisit Starfield, which is in the Carson Road area. And um, I haven't been to them. And they're, they have like a beautiful venue. And I want to go there. But honestly, I just, I like going to random ones. Like don't even plan it sometimes. Just pop in and and just be you. Say, hey, even if you don't. Hey, sister. Anyway. Hey, sister. Um, but so my frustration, which I shared was, Press one, press two, press yes. three. You say operated again thing, and then they talk another language, and I could not. I was so frustrated that I finally decided go on my little cheat, try to find passwords, and somehow I figured it out. Okay, but I still didn't figure out how to put on auto pay, so that's a problem. I, I caught up because I had my credit card had gotten used or something, so my AT and T bill was on my credit card, and that got stolen. And I kept an email like it was declined, it was declined. And I, I thought, well, I'll just call them. But but that's so interesting you bring that up because I agree with you. That's very frustrating. And the other thing that frustrates me is there's no local contact. You should Mm-mm. be able to walk into some general AT&T store and say, hey, I'm your dis- type of client and this is what happened to me. And there's no customer service. And it's frustrating because what if you can't navigate the web? If What if you don't remember your password? What if you don't remember your I, passcode? I still couldn't navigate it. And, I, I got on it. And then it's telling me set up for auto. And then it kept telling me I had the wrong this. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I just closed it. At least I paid what I had to pay. And the other thing I'm frustrated about is I opened mail yesterday. Real mail. Like real real mail. mail. (laughs) Another $20 increase to a certain communication company that handles uh, (laughs) 
our television and our internet. We don't want to say the name because we don't want nothing magically to happen Ooh, to my oh situation. Oh my God, it could because they I'm hear us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They got to stop charging. It's too much. When did it? When did we live in a world where TV is almost $200 a month for TV and internet? It's yeah. too much. Mine's 190 Yeah, I'm up, I'm to, like, I'm up to 220 and I went, really? That's a car payment for a young person, yeah, right? And, so I'm and I don't it. even have extra stuff I'm on over mine. It. But see, they got me hooked. Because I'm I'm into this I'm I'm just hooked on some things, but I can just be in love with Netflix if necessary. Okay, speaking about being in love. Mm. Well, funny. No, I, I'm just that. saying that's, that's know, an let's, interesting let's, segue. Let's so this, get you, yeah, baby. Okay, so <laughs> let me just say this because we know I'm a person of discretion and okay. I'm all about protecting the privacy of my okay. friends and myself. So I'm going to be rather cryptic okay, about be this. Cryptic. But I will say that um, <laughs> circumstances beyond my control. We all know that I've been a widow for six years and. Um, <laughs> I'm no longer in that space. The world is amazing how beautiful the world is when you shift your energy. I can tell you how I got here, though. Um, two things happened. Six months ago, I participated in a workshop where I was told to write myself a short letter and declare what I wanted my life to be on May 1st. I had forgotten I'd I had done this exercise until the little envelope showed up in the mail. They had us write down. Oh, you, you sent it to yourself? They have you mail it to yourself. So I'm in a class. They say, write down on a piece of paper, three things you want to be true on your life by May 1st. Address it to yourself. Put a stamp on it. Seal the envelope. We'll mail it to you. I forgot all about it. I get the letter yesterday and I opened it. And literally 99.9999% of what I wrote is exactly what's happening in my life. And I think that's about being clear about my intention. I think I declared what I wanted and I said it to the universe and the universe responded in such a way that it'll show up, but you have to be clear about what you want to show up. A lot of times the reason we don't get what we want is because we don't know what we want. People are very vague and all over the board about what they want. So I wrote something about relationships and that is happening as we speak. Hi, sisters in the house. The other thing that came true is I talked about my work and what I wanted to do at the Renowned Foundation is exactly what's happening, 100%. And I wrote something about travel and I'm in the process of booking that trip. Wow. So I just want to say, I think clear intention. And the other thing that happened to me is in between me writing that letter and now on two different occasions, I had friends ask me, what do you really want, Yvonne? I mean, give us an idea of what your perfect life would look like. And so I sat in their living room and we were just chatting and I literally said, I want this for relationship. I want this for work and I want this for travel. And I think what's happening in my life is I'm clear. I don't think it has anything to do with anything else. I think that when I got clear about what I wanted, the universe responded and it has delivered on this promise. And I just want to tell you, mm, on a scale of zero to 10, with 10 being the best, I'm at 9.8. So I'm almost pushing perfection and, you know, well-deserved I'm hardworking. I'm loyal. I love my family. I love my friends. And it looks like um, I get to be the recipient of that love now. So I'm very happy. And all I can say is I'll be away this weekend and I'll just let you fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Wow. You don't get what you want until you know. So that's a question. Do okay. you know what you want? So the question, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. Okay. I kind of do. No, I mean. Mm -hmm. You see I, what I see? your answer? I, I got, it, yeah. Uh -huh, you see what uh, I mean? No, I, I, I know in the perfect world, that's a tough one. I, I want to be able to experience life, enjoy, and help people. Like, I want to be able to give back. That's number one. Um, Papa Tony had said to me, hey, all you got, darling, all you got to do, darling, is love and be loved. And everything else will fall into place. Well, 
That doesn't always happen because it seems like in relationship wise, sometimes you're both not on the same page. Sometimes the one person is like, I am ready for a commitment. The other person like, whoa, no. And then it's the other way around. So I haven't found it to happen where you both are in the same place with the same intention at the same time. So what I'm going to tell you about that is you are the master of your universe. And if you're clear about what you want, then you attract the type of person that fits the methodology that you're operating with. So here's a little thing that I think is part of the problem with me. me. I think a lot of times I want to be there for everybody else. So in my intention, I kind of know what I want, but then I think, oh, what if it affects somebody? Mm. No, but I'm saying Mm. it's hard for me to put out in the, oh, geez, 25 more cents. hit it. 25 cents. It's hard for me to put out there in the universe what I really want because I want to be sure that I don't let somebody else down who I'm helping. Okay, so we should have a little counseling session. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's like, I, I want to be there for everybody. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you can only give what you have. I know. So, it's so you know, hard. You're gassing everybody else's gas tank. Who's gassing yours? But it's hard to let go of filling out, filling up somebody else's tank. Even though yours is empty, you want to make sure your family, your friends are full and they're happy. And you think we don't want that for you? I don't know how to take it. I know how to give. I'm a giver. Okay, so we're going to we're, we're so gonna put you in some 12 weeks. But therapy. I'm sure that there's somebody out there. Like if you're out there and you're listening, if, if you're like me, where you consistently think, I know what I want, but if I get what I want, somebody else is going to have less of me. See, but that but and that if and that I know those are all bad. Those but are, how, these are not how do good. you take the but word out? Just take it out. I, I don't know how to it's take it out. It's just that simple. Just take it out. I want blank, blank, and blank. I don't want all the chatter connected to that. I want a blank. I want a blank. I want blank. Just, just but, be clear about uh, there's it. There's a damn button again. So if you say the B-U-T word and it that, let's say you get what you want. But when you get what you want. So let me tell you why most of us don't get what we want. Because at the end of the day, every single thing we do falls into one or two categories. And what are Everything. Those? Work, relationships, friendships, your money, Correct. everything. Yes. Two categories. Love which yes. is the positive energy right. and fear. The reason you don't have who you want is you're afraid to have who you want. Or you don't think you deserve it. That's under fear. Is that under fear? That's under fear. When you get real clear about what you want and you're operating from a place of love, then you manifest accordingly. The reason most people don't have what they want, the house, the car, the job, the position, whatever it is, is because you're afraid. So you self-sabotage. You know what? I have been told that because mm-hmm. there's times when things are really good. I keep good. telling y'all I earned and this I, PhD. I know, I, I, mm-hmm. I know, but I'm saying there's been times where they're like, you always find a reason it's not going to yeah, work. Yeah. Like, let go and of that. And you know what? That's a lot of baggage. Just nobody, let go. nobody wants to feel all that. A man doesn't want to have to rescue you. You want to be an asset, not a liability. I'm an asset. Okay, well, be an asset an and asset. be an asset puts you on the love side of the page. And a liability is on the fear side of the page. Nobody wants the liability. So get off of that side, get on to the love side, be an asset, shine and sparkle, get clear about what you want, because at the end of the day, you well, manifest your thoughts as a man think of so is he. And at the end of the day, all you really have is yourself. Well, you, well your family, but yeah. I mean, but we have to make that decision. But we were created to be, we're, we're creatures of, um, we're communal creatures. It's a participatory process. Mm. It's all about partnership and collaboration. And about sharing your life with someone. I read a quick quote that said, I need to be in a relationship because I need someone to witness my life. <gasps> oh, wow. 
That is amazing. Right? So when someone witnesses your life, they, they take in the essence of who you are. And long after you're gone, those things transcend to other people. So there you have it. Wow, you are until so Until then, nice. until you, I am unmistakably Yvonne. <gasps> oh my gosh. Isn't that beautiful? It's very beautiful. I just love my own self. I do love you too. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to be talking about hope and talking about the animal, Shakespeare Animal Fund. And Jennifer Webb will be with us. And her heart is bigger than anything. So stay tuned. Be right back. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb with my sassy soul sister, Yvonne Murphy, here. And remember, I told you when we came back for the second half of the show, you're going to get to meet this most incredible woman, Jennifer Rabb, and she is the founder of the Shakespeare Animal Fund. And welcome, Jennifer. Thank you very, very much for having me. Well, I'd have to apologize. We have some technical difficulties the last time you were on. Okay. So we wanted to be sure to give you a whole new venue where you get to share um, how the Shakespeare Animal Fund was created and your passion. So I'm just going to let you go ahead and start with that. And as you're sharing, Yvonne might have some questions and we'll go from there. So tell us about your passion and your mission. Okay. Well, Shakespeare Animal Fund started in January 2004. It's named Shakespeare Animal Fund because I had a Cocker Spaniel, Shakespeare. He died in November 2003. And I was devastated. I He died at UC Davis. There was nothing that could be done for him. And I was so distraught, I couldn't figure out how to get back to my home in Reno. And as I grieved for him and realized how incredibly important he was in my life, I thought, I want to do something. I just can't let his memory go. And I started doing research and discovered that there were thousands and thousands of people who love their animals like I loved my Shakespeare, who don't even have $50, $75 to get a a wounded, a suffering, an ill, a hurt animal to a vet. I did research later and about 50,000 animals, pardon me, pardon me, 50 million animals around the country never see a veterinarian. So back to Reno, back to this area. I started Shakespeare Animal Fund through the uh, Western uh, uh, Western Nevada, um, I'm tired today, okay. <laughs> the organization that helps nonprofits get started in uh, Nevada and in Reno. And I worked with them for about a year and a half. And then finally, I felt comfortable enough to take us out. But we were 501c3 from the time that we started in January. And so over the years, we have gained credibility. We've worked with so many organizations, Comic Relief, Ellen DeGeneres, Rachel Ray, and so many wonderful local donors have helped us grow. We've now got about 150 thousand in an account just so that no matter what happens we will always have money to help animals and we focus so much on just finding additional ways to make sure if an animal is suffering and many many of the people that we help are elderly or disabled uh, there are returning veterans there are college kids we deal with a lot of homeless anybody i don't care who you are if you're trying to help your animal and your animal was hit by a car 
your animal has a kidney stone, your animal got in a fight, uh, your animal has any number of, of tragic uh, emergency things, we help get you to a vet. Sometimes it's too much for us to afford and we will offer euthanasia, but our goal is to ensure that no animal ever suffers. And that's what we do. Uh, that's what we've been doing. We don't do anything else. We focus on helping the animals. But in the process, we absolutely um, ensure that the people who love them like family, and often they're the only family they have, um, it, their lives are enriched because they get to keep their animals. And we also keep animals out of the shelters and the humane society because so often if somebody says, I can't afford to treat my animal, but I do not want it to die, if I surrender it, it will get help. Uh, and it does, but then it's back in the system. So we keep animals out of shelters, the Humane Society, the ASPCA, we keep animals with their people. But for us, the most important thing is we stop the suffering of the animals. And we get probably around 500 calls and emails a month. And everybody is desperate. We have somebody that's devoted only to taking care of our phone and emails. And rarely she goes away on vacation. Rarely. She went away last week and I had the phone for a week. And it just breaks your heart. Almost everybody is crying. Almost everybody has exhausted everything they know. And their animal means everything or they wouldn't be doing everything they could to try to find a way to save the animal. We've had people do without medicine, do without food, do without electricity. Their animals mean so much as Shakespeare meant to me. And I'm, you know, and I had the money and I still couldn't save him. And I thought, oh my goodness, if I hadn't even had the funds to try to save him, what would I be going through now? So that's that's who we are. And my brain was just tired. It was the Western um, oh goodness, I'm saying it again. The Community Foundation of Western Nevada. Finally oh, I got it out. They're they amazing. You know, I have worked with great them. I am tired today. But yeah. um, and Chris Ashton is one, the executive director when I started, and they could not have been greater. They held my hand and they educated me on what it takes to run an effective 501c3. Wow, I didn't know they did that. They do so much for our community. Yes, we need to have we need to have they them do. on the show and have yeah, you we back. Would not, we would not have given away more than a million dollars today if they had not said, "We'll help you." Okay. Here's what you do. Relax. Don't worry about it. We have your back. We'll guide you, you know, step by step. Yeah. So maybe we need to have you back and tell your story with them. Yes. Because there's should. many other people in this world that have kind hearts that yes. want to give back and give hope, and they don't know how to do that. And you took right. your little bit of your sadness and your pain, and you took it and said, hey, I want to do this. How do I do it? And you found Western, what's it? Western Community Alliance? Did I said that right. Western Community Foundation. Community Foundation. Yeah. Um, but no, they they, they do, do not, a lot. I know them so well. I don't know why, Deb. My brain. It, you know you what? Know, that's just like excuse. Me. It's late in the afternoon, and I have to okay. That is okay. You know, so, I really appreciate you saying that when we have a pet, it's a part of your family. It is. And the truth of the matter is, is that we need to be mindful that when we give someone a pet as a gift, that we understand it's a lifetime long-term commitment. commitment and they require health care and dental okay. care and nutrition and, and exercise and, and, food all, and, and all sorts of things. And so I think yeah. oftentimes pets can be novelties to people, but they don't understand they're living, breathing entities and they're part of your family and they need care. And we call it veterinary medicine. And 
I appreciate you saying that, you know, that they're family members because they are. Um, a week after my husband passed six years ago, our one of our standard poodles died a week later. Oh. And I was so devastated and already in such a state of mind. And then I remember looking up at the sky saying to God, you took my husband and my dog in the same week. Please. I, I mean, I can't take this. I felt like I had lost a child. So, you know, our pets are important. And you're right, they do require a lot of care. And it's really sad to think that we have 50 million. Think about that number 50 million pets that do not get veterinary care. That's insane, because they have arthritis, they have diabetes, they have dental issues, they have vision issues. They're real. And it's not just dogs, cats, dogs, horses, all of them, they require care. So I appreciate your story. It's quite beautiful. And I'm glad you you took the sadness and turned it into something positive. It's a way to honor the well, legacy very, of Shakespeare. Very blessed that I could. Very yeah. blessed that I could. Yeah. Um, but it is, it, thank you for saying what you did. The animals are such sentient beings and they give so much back. You know, somebody has yeah. cancer. I mean, I get jillions of stories every week. The, the cat that laid on its owner's stomach every day, oh. uh, you know, while it was suffering with cancer. Somebody, again, like you just said, uh, somebody lost a spouse. And the only reason they kept on, they had to wake up in the morning to feed their dog. Yeah. A woman who um, put her mom into an, uh, a home because she had Alzheimer's. And she was so worried that maybe the nursing home wasn't taking proper care of her mom. So she put a little tape recorder in to check. And the interim, she said, you know, I was thinking of getting rid of the dog because the mom forgets, you know, now to take the dog out and it's peeing on the carpet. She came back and said, no, the nursing home is fine. And my mother lives for this dog. There is no way. She said every second she's saying, okay, now what are we going to do this morning? Let's look out the window. Oh, it's yeah. raining out. What should we do? Yeah. She said, apparently this dog meant everything. I got sure. a call the other day from somebody who was homeless and he will not go into a shelter because, because they won't take dog. his dog. Yeah. He would rather live in a tent in cold weather and have his dog then relinquish it and have something better. So animals mean everything to so many people. And our only job is to continually grow so we can both help more people and we can help with larger amounts for things as of yet we can't, you know, large surgeries, things like that are just out of our realm. But we absolutely make sure that we touch, even if it's euthanasia, we will not let an animal suffer that we touch in any way. My grandmother used to say that and when we were little and we went to Sunday school, you know, the animals are important. That's why there was Noah and the ark. There was a reason why uh-huh. those animals were saved. They're, they're part of God's great creation. So Okay. And speaking of that, here's another one of my quotes because I had two because I, I want to make sure I had one. Um, but Jennifer, no matter how little money and how few possessions you own, having a dog makes you rich. It's, it's so true. And, and I would give anything if I could have another doggy again or a kitty, but I'm not home. And I feel like it wouldn't be fair. And I know that um, they I, require love and attention. They do. And, and when I was my dad's caregiver, I oh, he loved my doggy, loved my dog. And um, towards the end, he didn't, you know, we had to say goodbye. And I really wanted to get my dog, my dad, another dog. But I didn't want him to, I mean, no, it would have been great, but he was having trouble with his balance and the dog, you know, so I didn't want to have to train and have him trip on the dog. And, and I don't know, I wish I could have, but 
I would love to have a doggy right now so bad, but it's not fair. I mean, like you said, you have to, it would be selfish of me, even though I want to have the cuteness and the cuddles and coming home to a waggy tail, but I know that I'm not home enough. It wouldn't be right. So it's a bummer. Well, you know, if you can't, there are always things you can do like walk dogs at the shelter or the Humane Society, the SPCA. I do some dog walking at times just because I think my dog is so wonderfully spoiled and blessed and so many wonderful animals that are discarded you know that are at these places that need help so so if you know um i oh it's almost time for break Jeez, louise it goes by so fast so we're going to take a break we come back we're going to have you share with us how we can get involved so it's about time deb with city talk we'll be right back ready to help from her toes to her head just give her a shout call about town deb my town your town or any town this is about About town Town deb Deb. presents city talk now back to the show welcome back to city talk i'm about town deb debbie mccarthy at the national automobile museum sassy soul sister avon and we have jennifer webb with us Ah, oh, so excited. It's very exciting. It's so cool. And just to know that we have somebody of your caliber and your heart that continues to give back. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer, for being here with us today. And we'd love you to share. You know, I just realized. Oh, pardon me. Go no, on. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was simply saying it's not just me. You were very gracious to point me team. out. And, it's your team. And so on. We've got, yeah, we've got wonderful board members. Uh, We have people that come and go because life happens and so on. But it's always been a team effort. People that do a little bit, people that do a lot. The donors who pay $5 a month or the donors who write a $5,000 check, everybody helps. If it had just been me, it couldn't possibly have survived. But because so many people love an animal, Uh, have a memory of an animal that they had when they were five years old or they had in their first marriage or in college or whatever. Those are the people that say no animal should be should suffer just because its owner doesn't happen to have money. And so we just get help in so many different ways. And to collectively, collaboratively together, we have made this happen. We've raised our millions and we've done what we've done. And it's still just a you know, a spit in the bucket or a drop in the bucket, as they say, compared to what we need and what this area needs and what we could be doing and we intend to be doing with our vision in the future. Okay. And so with your vision, you, I, I just want to make sure people know if you're living in our area, um, the, the area you cover, um, you, you cover 13 Northern Nevada counties, excluding Clark, uh, excluding Clark Lincoln and Esperanza. Did I say that right? Esperalda? Esperalda. So, um, it would be nice if you can share with us like who, who you cover and how us that are living here can make a difference. And if you're listening and you're not in our area, you could still help, which is still important. Yeah, we help primarily, we help in almost every place except Southern Nevada, which is the Las Vegas area. Anything that's in the north part of Nevada, we help. Um, it seems to be much of it is in um, Carson City, in Reno, in Elko, and the surrounding areas in um, Virginia City and so on. And if you are interested in getting involved, there are so very many ways. You may not have time to do something like become a committee member or a board member, but we are looking for both. Uh, maybe you have a child in Cub Scouts or in a baseball league and they want to have or a high school that wants to do something, take us on as a project. 
have a car wash, have a bake sale, have a garage sale, have something unique for us. Um, if you want to donate, we you can start at any amount you want, and we have an easy to see donate button on our website. So you, you can donate five dollars a month less. You know, as much as you want, we can. You can make a one-time donation. Let's say you buy from Amazon and you don't have a designated charity, or you want to add one. The the money from Amazon Smiles comes to us, and it costs you nothing. So there's so many ways. We're always looking for talent. You know, if you're an artist, we're looking to have uh, a flyer created because we have a raffle coming up for Night in the Country, the the wonderful big fun um, event that comes up in July, and we're and of course we get so much donated. So we're, we're hoping to raise a lot of money for the animals with our raffle. Our raffle book will be on our website probably within two or three weeks at the most. So you can, you know, for $10, take a chance on having two wonderful campsites and tickets for all three days tonight in the country. Uh, so there are just multiple ways. And if you don't know, but you say, you know, I'd like to find out, you're welcome to email uh, help at safpet.org. You're welcome to call me. I put my personal cell phone, 232-7753. I will talk to anyone if you are interested in Shakespeare Animal Fun, because my dog has been gone since 2003. I have other wonderful animals I love, but this animal has such a special place in my heart. And I am absolutely thrilled at how many animals we've been able to help uh, since this was started. But we have so many, many, many more. And we do have to turn down people that need help because we just can't afford what they need. Sometimes it's just specialized medicine. Sometimes it's surgery. So we're looking for any and all talent, people who love an animal, dog or cat. We, we unfortunately don't have the funds to help other animals like horses, etc. Um, we respect and want to help as many animals as we can. So we would just love to hear from you. Uh, if you have a little time a lot of time, a little money, a lot of money. You can also check out our finances. So very little goes to overhead. So much goes to the animals. Uh, we're happy to share all that with you. We're very transparent. It's just all about making sure that animals do not suffer because they suffer every day and people that love them have to watch it when they're turned away from a vet. And yeah, I love that. Sometimes they just can't, they have to say no. Um, so <laughs> our job is to stop the suffering. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to, we have six minutes, but I'm going to go back to Yvonne. Do you have a special childhood memory or what was your first pet? I do. Cause I have one too. I, I do. So we, uh, there were two dogs that I remember. There was a collie at the time. There was a TV show called Lassie. I so know. we had mm -hmm. a collie and that was Sir Douglas. Sir Douglas. <laughs> Sue Douglas. <laughs> which is cute. And then we had a German shepherd and his name was King. Ooh. And I remember oh. them fondly and they brought great joy to the family. And I was the primary caregiver. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm a dog person. More recently, two standard poodles, uh, Baron Charlemagne von Wittes and Maximilian Francois de Chevalier. Oh, Max and Baron for short. Uh, Baron is in heaven Lassie. now. Yes, uh -huh. yes. And uh, my, uh, my little one is with another family now. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm a dog lover. 
Well, I would say my childhood memory was, and Grandma B, if you're listening, she was there for that. So um, when I was about six and a half, my amazing birth mom, Grandma B, who's listening, she had the courage and the strength to find me another home, Terry and Tony, who helped raise me with her. And we went to go meet them for the very first time. So we took a bus from LA to Burbank. We knock on the door, we open the door, and Tony, Papa Tony says to me, you know what? They have this beautiful, big, gray cat called Candy Cat. And he said to me, she's not really good with children. So do not go up and just, you know, give her some space. What do I do? First thing I walk in the house, I pick the cat up on the couch and I wasn't supposed to be doing that. He goes, oh, she's trouble. And so Candy Cat from then on, I think he saw, he goes, oh, she's not so bad after all. So he said, you know, do you want to stay with us? But Candy Cat was this gorgeous gray cat and that she was my comfort. So um, Candy Cat, and so speaking of that, Grandma B, Aunt Glenda up there, Papa and Ellie, I love you both. We always do a shout out to my family. But no, Candy Cat was my first, my first pet as a six and a half year old. Yeah. I yeah. love having a dog. And you still remember. I will never forget that moment of plopping up on the couch and putting her in my lap, knowing I wasn't supposed to. I didn't even think about it, just did it. And she loved me. So I thought, okay, I'm good. Of course she did. Anyway, so that that was that that's my um my story. But um, we just want people to know that if you are thinking about getting a doggy or a kitty or whatever pet, please make sure that you have the time to spend with them. And if you're out there, you're a senior, you're, you know, you're um, whatever, whatever needs you have, um, we you can reach out and you are there for them. And I think that's really important that you can do that. So once again, what, what what's the website again and how can they contact you? The website is Shakespeare animalfund.org. Our emergency number is 342-7040. Our email is help at safpet.org. And if you want to talk with me about Shakespeare, my number is 232-7753. And by the way, a reminder, if you see any animal that is being neglected or hurt or abandoned or anything, you can always contact us or the Humane Society or Animal Control. A lot of people in this community are out to help an animal because maybe you can't do anything, but just don't ignore it. Tell one of us and we'll make sure it's taken care of. And Deb, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to talk about something that's so dear to my heart because as both of you mentioned with your pets, animals are non-judgmental. Cats can you. be a little judgmental, but primarily yeah, they love us no matter what. Yeah. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to Wild River Grill. Um, right. They're yes. one of my sponsors, but without Rado and Chuck and their team, I wouldn't have met you. So um, I'm very honored to be a, a part of their their team in a sense of that. And so maybe the next fundraiser we do, we'll make sure to include you guys when we do a wine tasting. Um, and Yvonne, do you have anything last minute thing you would like to share? No, this has just been one of the most enchanting afternoons I've had in a <laughs> long time. I, I feel really blessed and honored to have experienced oh. today. And it's always good to see you, Debbie. Oh my gosh. Can we all start crying here? And our fabulous engineer. Uh, we, we love Christian. Poor, he's always having to, to fix things. Um, so we still have a little bit more time. So, um, Miss Jennifer, if there's, you have a little bit more time, if you have one more story or you just want to share just something about, cause you're, you, you have another whole life too, and you give back and you do a lot of mentoring and, you know, you do some other good stuff too. 
Well, I have a company called Magic Communications. It's a leadership and communications company, and I love it. However, my heart is always with Shakespeare. So I am just thrilled that you uh, had me on today. And I have about 100 stories at any given moment. So, (laughs) you know, we could talk for another five hours. (laughs) But just just the, the value of any animal, realizing they are so incredible and they feel just like we do, which is why, you know, when we get all the calls from the people that are desperate, they understand that their animal is suffering. So my whole goal is to find ways. I'm open to hear from anyone who has an inventive, creative idea. We're looking for other fundraising ideas. All we want to do is find ways to have additional funds so we never have to say no and we can offer as much as needed for medicines, for surgery, for food, whatever it is, but primarily that for medicine and to help a suffering animal. Uh, they're all okay. wonderful. I okay. currently have so one that, alcoholic yeah. So with that said, I'm going to say goodbye. Love y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Talk. Bye-bye. Thank Sorry. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You.